much. Welcome to the Oscars. Congratulations. Congratulations to everyone who's nominated. And here are the nominees for Best Director. And now, here are the nominees for Original Screenplay. Here are the outstanding nominees for performance by an actor in a leading role. Here are the nominees for performance by an actress in a leading role. So here are the nominees for Best Picture. And the winner is Sally Field in Places in the Heart. The first time I didn't feel it, but this time I feel it. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jerry Maguire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for putting me through what you put me through. But I'm here and I'm happy. <laughs> um, I just want to, oh, here we go. Okay, uh, the studio, I love you. And Cameron Crowe and uh, Tom Cruise. I love you, brother. And the Academy Award for Best Picture. La La Land. <laughs> What did you do? Hello, it's the Alternative Oscars, aka the Anderson Adamy. Adamy? Is that Adamy? Anderson Adamy Awards. Anderson Adamy Awards. Each episode, we pick a different year in Oscars history. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar by a wiener. That's not, not those Oscars. Anderson, 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 that's the wrong Oscars. Oh. It's the Academy Awards or the Anderson Adamy Awards. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've spent a long time on this intro. Just read it through. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll start again. Okay, take two. Oh, my God. It's the Alternative Oscars, a.k.a. the Andrews Anatomy Awards. Each episode, we pick a diff... <laughs> what? I said it right. Going insane. <laughs> I said it. Just, okay, just go from... <laughs> I know, I know. I just go... I said Anders and Adamy <laughs> Awards. Everyone is turning off the podcast now. <laughs> okay. From, it's from the there. Alternative Oscars, a.k.a. the Anders and Adamy Emmy Awards. Not the, the Anders and Adamy Emmy Awards. Those are different. <laughs> when this isn't television. <laughs> it's the Alternative Oscars from the Holmes Movies podcast team, a.k.a. the Anders Anatomy Awards. Each episode, we pick a different year in Oscars history and attempt to correct the record, stripping the undeserving of their garlands while recognizing those who are cruelly overlooked. This time, we'll be, we'll be casting our eye back to the 78th Academy Awards held at the Kodak Theatre in Hollywood, March 5th, 2006, recognizing films released in 2005. And that year, the host was Jon Stewart, his first time hosting the Oscars. His second would be at the 80th Academy Awards two years later. Well, now, um, well, it's good to be here with you in awards season. Um, and I, I, feel, I feel a certain sense of um, excitement because we're going to be um, we're going to be going back in time, and we're going to be back in time. Uh, and like Martin, back Mac to reality. No, 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 that's not the the the. It's not even the. Oh. Anyway, the, we're going to be like Marty McFly. We're going back to 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 fix the. Gonna to, go back in time. And we're going to we're going to go up against the biffs of this world. In time. Stop. You have to stop. Have you been drinking? Uh, I, I just came in from dinner, so a little bit. Most people are sort of drowsy after dinner, but you've just become quite okay, hyperactive. So, okay, so you were so we're sort of looking back at the Oscars. Sorry, I will no, I will stay silent, and you can do your little <laughs> intro. Probably the best idea. Yeah, we're looking. We're, we're traveling back in time, as you say, um, and we asked uh, our, um, our, our, our re 
doing the Oscars uh, because uh, the Oscars are known for one thing and that is for getting it wrong and so uh, we want to get it right uh, and go back and um, and correct the record and there are a number of famous Oscar snubs throughout history Peter O'Toole never won an Oscar Citizen Kane was snubbed Cary Grant never won an Oscar do the right thing was snubbed um you know there's tons and tons and tons of examples Samuel Jackson I mean like you know the list goes on and on and um so you know uh so i think uh, i think we have uh, we've got we've got a lot of work ahead of us but um you know it's uh, it's 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 an important mission um yeah. uh, i'm i'm excited to to get going i think during the oscars when the award didn't go to samuel jackson that year he went motherfucker <laughs> yes there is that famous clip of him reacting uh, but we're not talking about uh, 1995 we're talking about 2006 uh, or more specifically 2005 because that's the those are the films that were up for consideration and this year um you know we've got one of the big big like stinking turds in oscar best picture history uh, but we'll get to that but let's um do you want to go through some of the smaller categories the more technical oscars and and see 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 if there's any one thing there that needs correcting yeah i mean i will say this was actually one of the first oscars uh, that i watched on tv and oh, uh, that, that sort of got me into it i remember we recorded it on tv and i watched it with um our our parents which was uh, really really good fun and um I, I was it was it was really good. I really got into the Oscars and it sort of became a yearly tradition. I feel like this is a good year for films. Um but it um, is a very good year for films. But then they decided to give the best picture to fucking crash. Anyway, we haven't got there yet. Um what are some of the other what are some of the other categories? So yeah, there was a there was a bit of controversy the controversy this year from the best picture category. This was back when they only had five films nominated for best picture, and then over the years. I think it was like, I think it was 2010 was the first year when they actually could have, they said, we're doubling Best Picture nominations this year because it was all, because like, I feel like since 2009 or like it's sort of the late 2000s, they've, the Oscars have been really like obsessed with trying to get viewers. We've got to get our numbers up. How do we do that? Okay, we'll get Anne Hathaway and James Franco to host the Oscars together. That will bring in the young crowd didn't work catastrophic fuck up of of hosting i've ever seen in my life oh my god yeah but 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 but, but that did not happen in 2000 this is still in the future yeah We're i know but i'm just, sort of, but it's just okay, sort of, okay 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 but i'm just it. saying like it was it was it's it, i just feel like it, it, it's weird like this is like one of the times where it's just like it's normal five it's a it's an interest it's a low number and everything like that i feel like yeah, I just I think I feel like the Oscars have gotten a little bit silly this year, and it's all about the viewers and all about trying to get people to watch them. And uh, I mean, last year was a little bit of a, I mean, a bit. Of course, the pandemic made things a little bit uh, hard for a lot of people because they had to try and figure out how to do it while still in the middle of a pandemic. But um, that was some. I was very happy that Chloe Zhao won for uh, Anders for Nomadland. Anders, you. Are on one of your journeys. You're, you're you're just talking about the Oscars. You're just you're 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 in a fugue state. You'll get so excited about the Oscars that you're just talking about the Oscars, the history of the Oscars, the current state of the Oscars, the pandemic, Chloe Zhao. Can I remind you that we are supposed to be talking specifically about 2006 slash 2005? Can you get your head in the fucking game? <laughs> but I agree. I do agree with what you're saying. Um, so, so hang on a minute. So, so five. I think. Can we just agree? Five is a good number. You're right. Five is a good number. Uh, but what else? What about so uh, smaller categories? Let's go. 
Yeah, so this year, uh, well, in 2006, uh, Best Live Action Short Film went to Martin McDonough for, for his short film, Six Shooter, and he went off to do films like In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths and Three Burials. No, not Three Burials, Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, cool. So this is, this is an important... Uh, stepping stone in his career yeah if you ever get a chance to watch the short film i don't know if it's online or on or i mean it's probably you can probably find it on youtube or something i think i don't i can't remember if it's on the dvd of one of his films or something like that but it, it's really worth a watch it's it's it if you like in bruges it has that kind of dark irish humor you, you're definitely gonna like six shooter okay I'll, I'll check it out i don't have any other live action shorts to contribute so i'm quite happy to leave that one as it is and i like martin mcdonough so he gets to keep his award yeah i haven't i, don't, I haven't seen any uh, any of the other short films nominated that year but i kind of would like to check them out if they are available somewhere i don't know um this was the year where king kong kind of dominated the um king the kong yeah the peter jackson uh, oh, king kong. That king kong okay so it got all the visual awards yeah, it got visual effects. It got sound editing and sound mixing. It uh, it won over films like uh, Memoirs of a Geisha, uh, Walk the Line, War of the Worlds, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So um, I have to say the technical achievements on that film are uh, pretty amazing, I have to say. Can I just throw one other film into the mix for the technical Oscars, sound, sure. et cetera, et cetera? Sin City. Yeah, visually very impressive. Great editing. Um, not sure about the sound. I don't know anything about sound. I've been to too many concerts, um, so my ears don't work. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should maybe we should recognize Sin City, and it doesn't even get a nomination in some of those categories. Yeah, if they did like best ensemble casts, I definitely would have given it to that to that film. That's not a category, Anders. Yeah, it but if I, was if I was introducing, if the category best ensemble mm. cast, then I would have... <laughs> nonsense category that Let's not make up new ones. <laughs> what about... What no, about they, they're making up new ones. They're the, the, the best popular film. That's something that they've been trying to bandy around. Oh, I hate that idea. Um, what about... Um, what, what? So why didn't it get... Why didn't did it get a, did it get any nominations in the visual category? No, it, it didn't get any nominations. Well, that's that's annoying. It, I think it should have at least have had a nomination for visual effects, don't you think? I think so too, because I feel like yeah, the visual effects were pretty amazing, and I think added it, you know they did a really good job um, taking the images of Frank Miller's uh, work and transporting it to the screen, and they did it very well. I think Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller did a very good job uh, directing that uh, directing that film, and the cast was pretty good. And I don't know why the second film didn't do as well. Well, because it's, it's shit. Um, yeah, but, no, but all the um, players were there, and just yeah, the magic had you know the magic had lost. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. I think I think um, it's sometimes it's just sometimes good people make bad films. That's just the way it is. Um, so um, is are the visual effects in King Kong better than in uh, Sin City? I would say yes, because I feel like they're really sort of utilizing, because Andy Serkis plays King Kong, so they're utilizing a lot. Yeah, they the utilize, motion capture thing. Yeah, they utilize them. the motion capture stuff, and I think it's a very good blend of live action and visual effects. I think they did that very well. Okay, all right, fine, fuck it. I don't mind. Um, I just want to recognize Sin City. Um, shall we move to the so-called main category? Oh, wait, who got cinematography that year? Uh, Memoirs of a Geisha for Dion... BB. Uh, did anyone? Should anyone else have won? Do you think? Well, yeah, I think maybe I would have given it. I would have given it to either 
Okay, here, here were the best cinematography nominations that year. Okay, so Memoirs of a Geisha won. Batman Begins for Wally Pfister, who was Christopher Dolan's cinematographer before Hoyter Van Hoytemer came around and said, hello. And Does he only it. use cinematographers with funny names? Wally Pfister and Hoyty Van Hoytemer. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Wally Fister. Um, okay, so so you've got you've got uh, you got Gage, Batman uh, Begins, which I have to say is pretty pretty good. Uh, Wally Fister did win for um, for uh, Inception uh, five years four years later, I think. Um, Brokeback Mountain, Rodrigo Prieto, beautiful film, utilizing the landscapes and just capturing all the emotions of that film, amazing. Uh, Robert Ellswit for Good Night and Good Luck. Beautiful black and white cinematography. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. And uh, I haven't seen this film yet. Uh, it's the It was the Terrence Malick film, The New World, and it was uh, Emmanuel Lubezki was uh, nominated for it. He's very good, Emmanuel Lubezki. Uh, but so who would you, uh, who, are there any others, any other candidates for you? Because no. I think... Um... I, 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 if I had seen, if I have seen a new world, I probably would have given it to Emmanuel Lubezki. Yeah, I mean, he is really good, isn't he? I mean, I would like to personally. I think the cinematography in um, Good Night and Good Luck, uh, yeah, is brilliant. So maybe we do. You think we want to strip memories, memoirs of a geisha, and give it to Good Night and Good Luck? I would have given it to Good Night and Good Luck or Brokeback right. Mountain, but I think Good well, Night and Good Luck did deserve it because I feel like in the way that they sort of recreated the styles the stylings of a 1950s film i think they did that very well and i have to say it is it is one of george clooney's best films i think he's very hit and miss with his directorial efforts oh god yeah, yeah. and i think this and the ides of march are his best films okay so we have our first um we've we've done our first piece of time tinkering and that is we have uh moved the cinematography oscar and given it to good night and good luck um Shall we move on to the so-called bigger categories? Yeah, let's go to the bigger categories. The big five, as they say. Or the big... Uh, big, big six. six. Big six. No. Sorry. Um, <laughs> big, uh, big, big six. Uh, big hero six. Uh, yeah. Let's start, um, with, uh, let's start with the screenplays. We'll start with original screenplay and adapted screenplay. Wait, that's more than... Okay, okay, okay. So then now it's the big eight. Yeah. All right. All right, people, strap in. So, uh, so best adapted screenplay, the Oscar went to uh, Brokeback Mountain, and the other nominations were Capote for uh, Dan Futterman, the uh, screenwriter on that film, uh, the Constant Gardener, Jeffrey Kane. I don't know if he's related to Michael Kane, but maybe I do, I do not have a brother called Jeffrey. A History of Violence was nominated for best adapted screenplay. Hmm for Josh Olsen, uh, Munich for Tony Kushner and Eric Roth, the uh, Steven Spielberg film. Have you seen Munich? No, I haven't. It's very good. I think that's the last great Steven Spielberg film. Oh, big claim. What about Lincoln? Yeah, I think Munich and Lincoln are the last best films that he's done in the, over the last, I would say, 15 to 17 years. I hated Bridge of Spies, but I like The Post. That's all I Bridge of Spies gets a lot of love. I thought it was fine. I thought it was, I didn't hate it. Come on. Like, I just thought it was quite boring. Uh, what about uh, who won? Oh, are those the only nominations? Yeah, a Brokeback Mountain won. Okay. Uh, or so uh, Larry, Larry McMurty and Diana Osana, they won for the screenplay. They're married. Well, she. Oh, oh, I did not realize that. No, okay. no, no, they're not married. They're, they're just writing partners. Sorry. 
<laughs> okay, well, <laughs> awkward. Um, um, but okay. uh, Larry Larry Merck, uh, Murty, he wrote the um, he wrote the Lonesome Dove books. Yeah, I think he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is dead. He died. Oh, he died. Th- oh, he died last year in um, March. Uh, he he died last year. Shit. Um, well, um, R.I.P. and uh, condolences and, to uh, oh, Watson. Oh, oh, he also he also wrote the book, The Last Picture Show. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. How could I forget that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, it, seeing as it's Larry McMurty and who's the other one? Uh, Diana Osana. I feel like it's harsh to take their award away. What do you think? Should we leave it with them? Yeah, I think. Right, I, I think having seen Brokeback Mountain, there's a lot of good subtlety in the writing and a lot of nuance that I feel like there's so much on the page that gives so much to the actors, and I think the actors and the directors really just elevate so much. That's really good. Uh, with the film it's it's a it's a really beautiful film and uh it's a shame Heath Ledger's not around he was just a fantastic actor right okay so they get to keep their Oscar what about original screenplay so original screenplay went to Crash Uh uh-oh who are the other nominations (laughs) uh good night and good luck fucking hell it's already a travesty next match point haven't seen it next the Woody Allen film you haven't seen it no you never saw it no. Really? What is this? A fucking interrogation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Do you speak English? the questions? Hello, standing place. <laughs> Are you employed, sir? Yeah. Um, so. Okay the, uh, other, okay. the other nomination was The Squid and the Whale, the Noah Baumbach film. What? Just three other nominations and fucking crash. Is that it? Are you joking? No, no. I'm, I'm reading them through. At Syriana. Uh, the Stephen uh, Gaggin uh, film, which is basically it's basically traffic, but with oil. What about fucking? Um, what about history of violence? That was adapted screenplay. Okay, well, hang on a minute. Okay, what about the proposition? Was it nominated? That's my nomination right there. Or three burials of Melchiada Sestorada. One of those yeah. two. They're both <laughs> they're both westerns. So yeah, okay, fine. Jokes aside, but yeah. Uh, those are my two picks. Which one do you? What, 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 what do you think? I mean, obviously, we're not going to give it to Crash. I mean, that's just stupid. I probably would have given it to the Squid and the Whale because it's a really mm. good script and it's really funny as well. Well, okay, so we have a we have a we have a we have a problem. You want to give it to the Squid and Whale. I want to give it to the Proposition. Do you want to split the difference and give it to Three Burials? Sure. Okay. Um, let's just. I think double. it did. I think Three Burials did win. The, a screenplay award at Cannes Film Festival. I might be wrong. Let's see. Three Burials of Melchiades Estorada. I am just going to double check that it is, in fact, <laughs> a film that qualifies. Uh, the writer was Guillermo Ariaga. Yeah, he worked uh, with... Uh, yeah, he did win. He won Best Screenplay at the Cannes Film Festival along with uh, Tommy Lee Jones for Best Actor. Right, so if the Cannes Film Festival... Um, can give them the best original screenplay then we can too uh so i suggest that we do that are you happy yeah uh yeah uh, guillermo uh, guillermo ariaga he worked on uh, uh um alejandro gonzalez inarito's uh f- first few films but uh then they had a bit of a falling out over uh mm-hmm. screenplay credits artistic what is it they say creative differences well creative differences and i think taking credit for certain things i don't know well, anywho, um, what's the next category? Are we into supporting actor, actress? Yeah, we'll, we'll go through the, the best supporting people. Uh, best supporting actor, George Clooney won that year for Syriana. Yeah. As uh, the uh, character Bob Barnes. 
Uh, Matt Dillon was also nominated for Crash. Uh, Paul Giamatti was also nominated for Cinderella Man. Uh, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal for Brokeback Mountain and William Hurt for A History of Violence. And he's in the film for about seven minutes, I think. That one's always annoyed me because you know who should have won for History and Violence? History of Violence? Ed Harris? Yes, Ed motherfucking Harris should have won for it. In fact, that's my pick. I think he should have won that. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely would have given it to it, given it to him as well. Even though William Hurt is very good in the film and he does sort of steal the last little bit of the movie, but like Ed Harris is just so bloody chilling in that movie. Right. So um, we are time tinkering. We've gone back and we've got our little photo of of uh, of uh, George Clooney, and it's turned into Ed Harris. Yeah, I mean, George. I'm happy that George Clooney has a supporting Oscar. Well, but- he doesn't anymore. I know not anymore, but he's just taking it from him. (laughs) (laughs) We've taken it away from him. Maybe, maybe in a different year, we'll give him another Oscar. How about that? Yeah, I think if I was voting that year or giving awards that year, I would have given him an award for Michael Clayton because that is his best performance. Right, well, we're not, we haven't got there yet. Um, So we are taking away George Clooney's award and giving it to our old friend, uh, Ed Harris. Yes. So, Best Supporting Actress, Rachel Weisz won for The Constant Gardener. That is quite hard to argue with, in fairness. She's very good in that film. Yeah, she is very good. Um, It was a tough year. I mean, a tough category for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, I I haven't seen Junebug, but I do like Amy Adams as, as I think she's a really good actress and deserves an Oscar at some point. Catherine Keener for Capote. She played Harper Lee. Oh, she's very good in that, yeah. Uh, Frances McDormand for the movie North Country which I haven't seen. Nor have I. And Michelle Williams for Brokeback Mountain. In a better world, I think, I because one year they did give, it was a tie one year. I think it was when um, Barbara Streisand won an award for, an Oscar for Funny Lady. And it was a, it was like two people won the, the best actress Oscar that year. I, if I was doing it, I would have, you know, given it the award to Rachel Weisz and Michelle Williams. We don't do ties. I don't do ties. It's got to, we, we, this is a kill or be killed world, Anders. And, um, and look, um, Frances McDormand, she's, she's got a lot of Oscars. She's going to get a lot more Oscars. She's got she's four. Brilliant. Yeah. I think it would be cruel to take this from Rachel Weisz because that is a very, very good performance. And I know also that Michelle Williams has got you know, other great performances down the line. So I'm happy to leave this one as it is. How about you? Yeah, I'm definitely happy to leave it where it is. All right. Um, where where do we go next? So best actor, Philip Seymour Hoffman, he won for Capote. Oh, that's another one that's hard to argue with. But uh, shall we look at the other nominees? Uh, Ter- uh, Terrence Howard for Hustle and Flow. I haven't seen it yet. Nope. Uh, Heath Ledger for Brokeback Mountain. Again, mm. tough. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Walk the Line. Oh, yeah, he, he was good in that too. Yeah. Uh, David Strathairn for Good Night and Good Luck. Oh, ouch. These are all really good. You see, it was a good year. It was a very good year. Yeah. Uh, is that yeah. it? It's like, you know, the Oscars are fun when you could be like, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? And then it's not so fun when you'd be like, oh, he's going to get it. Who gives a fuck? It's boring. <laughs> okay. And um, maybe uh, put the wine down. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> what, um, what about. Tommy Lee Jones in Three Burials of Milky Other Sesterada, just to throw another name into this already crowded yeah, field. Yeah, I I would have given him the Oscar that year. I think he's performed. You would have given him the Oscar outright. Yeah. I, I was think... just throwing him in as a nomination. I'm just I just think Tommy Lee Jones, you know, he deserved a leading actor Oscar. He does he I mean he's got the supporting actor Oscar for the fugitive. He needs it for the leading actor. It's just, you know, balance. 
I, you know what? I'm going to say something. I agree with you. Yeah. I think as much as I love the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman, as much as I love David Strahan, as much as I loved um, Joaquin Phoenix in Walk the Line, um, Tommy Lee Jones's performance in that film is astonishing. And the fact that he did not get a nomination is, I mean, it's terrible. Uh, and so I think, yeah, let's go back and time tinker. We're not only going to give him the nomination, we're going to give him the fucking Oscar. Take that, Academy. <laughs> yeah sorry philip seymour hoffman um but but he'll get other stuff we will absolutely give philip seymour hoffman a different oscar won't we yeah there's a few there's a few times i probably would have given i mean surely i'm happy he could get surely he could get best supporting actor for like uh any like any film he's in i mean think about I it. Given uh, it i would have given it to him for charlie wilson's war because he was really good in that well he said he slightly chose the scenery in that one i was thinking more like um uh almost famous actually one year i would have given it to him that's the movie doubt with Meryl uh, Streep. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Oh, just watching him and Meryl Streep going at each other, like acting, actors just just, just really just acting and just showing what acting means. That's just like, oh, <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, so we've given it to Tommy Lee Jones. Um, what about Best Actress? Okay, this one wasn't as competitive. This Okay, so Reese Witherspoon won for Walk the Line. She played June Carter Cash. Right. So other people who were nominated, other sorry, other women who were nominated that year were Judy Dench for Mrs. Henderson Presents. Haven't what, seen it. I have it. not even heard of that film. Uh, Felicity Huffman for Trans America. She played a uh, transgender character in that film. Uh, despite not being trans herself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, carry on. Uh, Kira Knightley for Pride and Prejudice. Jesus. And uh, Charlize Theron for North Country. Oh, bloody hell. Um, are there any other good... Well, who's the woman in History of Violence? Maria Bello. She's better than all of the ones you just listed. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was, she was fantastic in, um, in that film. Just, just, I think that scene when it's in the hospital after when she's realised that Viggo Mortensen isn't who... He says he is. She, who, yeah. yeah, it's just where he... It, it, also, that scene where, like... What's, he, he, what's his name? Like, Rolo Tomasi or something? Wait, no, no, no that, that's, that's, that's LA LA, Confidential. That's, uh, that's LA Confidential. <laughs> Have you got a valediction, Boyle? <laughs> um, no, it's Joey Chusack or something like that. And then when it's, like, it's that Wally scene... Fister. It's the scene where Ed Harris has the gun on him and he's like, you have any last words before I blow your brains out, you miserable prick? And then Viggo Mortensen's like, I should have killed you back in Philly. Oh, it was him. And then he gets shot. That film is so good. It's just so good. And 80 minutes long. Hello. Yeah. Um, So what's the... I'm sorry, forgive me. The, The woman's name is... Maria Bello. Shall we give it to her? Yeah, I definitely would have given it to her. Yeah, she was great. All right. Best actress, Maria Bello, History of Violence. I think she's a very underrated actress. Well, not anymore. She's got an Oscar now. Um, thanks to our time tinkering. Uh, what is... what? Oh, best director, right? Yeah, we're getting up to uh, best director. Ang Lee won it for Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Uh, Bennett Miller for Capote. Right. Paul Haggis for Crash. Paul Haggis. Uh, George Clooney for Good Night and Good Luck. Mm, he did very well. And uh, Steven Spielberg for Munich. That feels like just like, oh, Spielberg made a film this year. We can't, we need to make up the numbers. Here, Spielberg, have a have a nomination. I did, I did, I did, I did really like Munich, or should I say München? Yeah, well, it's Munich is the title, but yeah. Um, Blackout of reference. 
<laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Actually, how did I not catch that? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm such a prick. Um, okay. At the risk of being boring, um, can I just say that I think Tommy Lee Jones should have won it for <laughs> three miracles of Melchiadas <laughs> Estorada? Yeah, I, I, I mean, probably would. Has anyone in doubt that this is a Tommy Lee Jones fan club? Uh, you know, um, what about what do you think? That's a tough one. I mean, Ang Lee did do a very good job with that movie. I leave it to you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, you've already given him the actor award. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I would have given it. I mean, I definitely probably would have given a nomination to John Hillcoat for the proposition, just because. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Yeah. That's another really good... Oh, and also, speaking of supporting actor... Danny Houston. Danny Houston in that, yeah. Yeah. Wait, who, who do we give supporting actor to? Uh, we gave it to Ed Harris. Yeah, he, he deserves it. But Danny Houston should have been nominated as well. Okay, yeah. so... Um, what, 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 you're the boss. What do you say? Do we leave it with Ang Lee or do we give it to Tommy? I'm definitely leaving it with Ang Lee. I think he deserved the Best Director Oscar for this film more than he did for Life of Pi, which is a great technical achievement, but I think there were better directed films that year. All right, and it means that Tommy Lee Jones and Ang Lee both walk away with an Oscar. Everyone's happy. Great. Okay, now we get to the crowning turd in the water pipe. Here's the other book I had a reference for you. The uh, Best Picture. I remember during during when watching on the TV, because they had Jack Nicholson coming out and uh, giving the award. (laughs) What? Sorry, I just I just drank my tea wrong. What were you saying? I thought you were trying to do a Jack Nicholson impersonation there. No, no, no. It was like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, it was because he he looked confused when he was reading it out, and the winner is Crash. <laughs> and, he goes, and, um, and he and he sort of does this kind of like really <laughs> kind of thing. Like the okay, whole well, cast, of, the whole cast of Crash was really happy that they won Best Picture. Well, and of course Paul, they were. I mean, even Paul Haggis, years later, he said, "Yeah, I didn't. Crash didn't deserve it." No, it's I've not seen it, but um, my uh, the person I live with hates that film. A lot of people I know who've seen it hate it. A lot of black people I know really fucking hate it. So um, yeah, uh, it's again Hollywood trying to get it right on race and failing. Yeah, I think now that I think about it, it's very sort of. I don't know. It, it maybe its intentions were right, but maybe it didn't. I don't know. What? Okay. Crash. Spoiler alert, people. Crash is not going to walk away with the Oscar this year. We are going to fix this. What were the other nominations? Uh, Brokeback Mountain, Capote, okay. Good Night and Good Luck, uh, Munich. All right. So, what about um, History of Violence and Three Burials? I would have nominated those. Yeah, definitely. What's um, what does your instinct say? In I, def- I definitely would have given it to Brokeback Mountain because it was a really good film, and um, I think that would have done a lot had you know the Academy given an, 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 the best picture to a film that is about you know the L- that would that, that would that would have given a positive message towards like lgbt films and actually saying like hey we are uh, we we you know it would just it just i probably it just would have opened the doors for more f- films like that to to have been nominated in in my opinion there is still the problem of the fact that it's two non lgbt actors playing the part but i don't i don't feel yeah. qualified to wade into that debate because i also do 
uh, part of me also does believe that acting should involve embodying uh, different um, sexualities, different identities and so on. So I'm just going to step aside from that debate. Um, I do agree with you that, um, you know, uh, that films that, you know, deal with momentous issues should be recognized. Is it the best film of the year, though, in your opinion? I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, 2005 was a good, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was kind of a good year for movies. You had a lot of strong films. You had, you Squid the Whale, History of Violence, uh, Lord of War with Nicolas Cage, Matchpoint, Jarhead. Excuse me. Excuse me. What? I spot the odd one out there. <laughs> Is Lord of War really with? Also, I love the way you say with Nicolas Cage. Just to clarify, <laughs> that sounds like it might be shite, Andy. Yeah. Um, no, Lord of War is a good film. Okay. Um, Kingdom of Kingdom of Heaven, you know, could have gotten a few awards. That got pretty snubbed. I mean, it's not a great... Isn't that really Islamophobic, though? A little bit, yeah. But I think on, like, a sort of a technical level, it's pretty good. Right, okay. What about... So, here, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Is Brokeback Mountain better than History of Violence? No. Is it better than Three Barrels and Melchiata Sesterada? I would say Three Burials has stayed with me more than Brokeback Mountain, even though I do acknowledge that Brokeback Mountain is a very good film and it is beautifully made. So despite what you said very rightly about Brokeback Mountain being good and being a worthy film, if we're doing the best film of the year, shouldn't it be one of those other two? Yes. Care to pick one? I would probably give it to Three Burials. Sorry. Same. Same. Um, Yeah. I mean, also like... There were a lot of other smaller films that came out that yeah, I think that should have at least gotten some consideration. Thank you for smoking. Jason Reitman's movie could have gotten some acting nods for um, Aaron Eckhart, J.K. Simmons, or you know Katie Holmes. She was pretty good in that film. Brick for screenplay, the Ryan Johnson's first film. Um, Grizzly Man, the Werner Herzog documentary about Timothy Treadwell, who was you know all about. He did bear. not tread well in the end because the bears ate him. Well, they ate him and his girlfriend. Or one they of them. ate him and his girlfriend. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just, I, I think, you know, it's it's a shame, like, a lot of smaller, I mean, these days, I mean, a, a lot of smaller, like, films with a lot of great acting performances where they're not chewing the scenery do kind of fall by the waysides. And, you know, it's, sometimes they don't really get the acknowledgement that they deserve. Are we... I, you're right to point out these films. Um, we probably should um, have given Ryan Johnson a nomination in the screenwriting category because um, we like Ryan Johnson. We want him to be our friend. Um, yes. So, best picture, um, three burials, huh? Yeah, definitely three burials. Yeah, I think it was just it was just yeah. very it was very underrated film. It was like it was no country. It's brilliant. Problem. It's a brilliant film. And people who think that we're just being crazy and we like westerns too much and blah 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 blah. Watch it. It's a really fucking good movie. It's not just a Western. It's a neo-Western. Yes. Uh, and it's, and it's basically it's, it's basically No Country for Old Men before No Country for Old Men. Yeah, it's in that genre of like border country stuff. It, it's also, you know, I think it has an influence even on stuff like Breaking Bad. And, and you know, it, it, it really examines this or, or Sicario and stuff like that. You know, it really looks at this country, this 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 region, which has a really interesting mix of identities and 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 histories and, and stuff going on. it. And it's just a bonkers plot as well. I just love it. Love that film. Yeah, it's also a really great character study as well. And it has a really yeah. like the, the characters are really well written. Not just Tommy Lee Jones's character, but also Barry Pepper, who's the uh, border yeah, agent, border, who, yeah, who shoot who shoots 
and kills Melchiades Estrada and Tommy Lee Jones kidnaps him. And also Melissa Leo and January Jones are really good in the film as well. And even Dwight Yoakam is the sheriff in the film. Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> um, okay, so um, um, so that gets that gets our best picture nod for two thousand and six. Um, well, so uh, so I think uh, I think we did well there. We stripped Crash of its uh, awards. We recognised uh, three burials. Recognised history of violence. We we also uh, we made sure that Brokeback Mountain kept some awards. We slightly fucked over Capote. It has to be said, but um, you know, it's not actually a great film. Philip Seymour Hoffman is very good in it. Yes, but let's be honest. He's been in better films and put in just as good performances. Mm. So I don't feel bad about that. In fact, I don't feel bad about any of it. I think I think we did well for our first time out. Yeah. Should should we mention which awards that we're going to do? That which Academy Awards we're going to do next? Uh, we haven't decided yet, have we? No. Um, but um, uh, we can have a quick look at our list. Um, so a couple of other contenders. We've got the. Uh, oh, should we do the should we do the do the right thing one? The sixty se- uh, the the sixty second Academy Awards hosted in nineteen ninety. Mm. Should we do that next? Yeah, that's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's another one where we really got to we've really got to write the record. Okay, well, stay tuned, folks, because we're going back even further. We're going back to nineteen ninety, a year before Anders was even born. Um, Hello. But, yeah, uh, and um, and we're going to look at uh, those Oscars. Uh, so join us next time for that. Yeah. And can people get in touch with their own thoughts? Yeah, they can. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at Homes Movies Pod. You can also send us an email at Homes Movies Podcast at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at Fabricius91. Adam is the Northampton Dane, both on Instagram. So if you want to follow us there. And um, yeah, I think that's it. And uh, we'll add the link tree link so you can check out all the various directories where we. Um, where our podcast is available so you can check us out sexy. there what did you say i said what a sexy thing to say <laughs> i'll send you the link tree link so you can check out all the directories just um yeah the winners are all of you listeners because you get to listen to our bullshit um so are we done yeah who do you think is going to win best picture this year just out of curiosity oh yeah we're doing this because it's oscar season um fuck uh, I can, now I can think of no films. Like uh, here's, here, here's my choice: Power of the Dog. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll get it. She'll win it because they'll be like, "Oh, a, a woman will give it to her." And also, uh, by the way, before I get cancelled, like I'm sure she, I'm sure she deserves it more than <laughs> oh, give it to her. She's a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, 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 no. Okay, very, really want to clarify there. I, I mean that too, except that the Oscars will also see a chance to make themselves look good. So just. <sighs> Yeah, I, I think I'm they down. should have. They should have given Jane Campion has already. She won an Oscar for best original screenplay for the film The Piano. I think she she did deserve the directing Oscar that year because it is a very good film. Well, we'll examine that when we get to what what year did it come out? I think the movie came out in 1993, so it was. Yeah, so we can look at that when we look at 1994's Oscars or whatever it is. Um, so yeah. Um, Cool. Well, can we go? This is just petering out into nothingness. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Sure. We can do that. It was. It was the sixty sixth uh, Academy Awards. She won. Oh, Schindler's List. That was that year. Uh, 
well, we can go back and have a look at that um, if you uh, if you like. I'm just going to say the only film I've seen, well, the only three films I've seen that have come out in 2021 are The French Dispatch, No Time to Die, and The Harder They Fall. So um, I don't really feel qualified to weigh in on that debate. So I'm happy to go with Power of the Dog. Um, but let's say uh, well, maybe we'll uh, we'll do a, a podcast reacting to that. Uh, but in the meantime, we are time traveling. And next, we will be going to 1990. I'll see you there. Marty, you're going to come back with me. Where we're going, we won't need roads. I love that movie. Nah, films are great, aren't they? Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.